Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. You just keep coming back like a cat with nine lives. That's amazing. Well, thank you. I think it's because I'm finally starting to learn that there's a lesson. And when I get back up, I use the lesson. (laughs) Yep, that sounds like a great lesson. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom. And I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we talk about how to realize your resilience. Oh, yes, it's going to be a good one. I'll see you on the flip. All right, you guys, let's get into it. Boy, do we have a powerful word from wisdom today. So we want to realize our resilience. And there is a reason why we want to do this, <laughs> okay? And so resilience, let's, let's, just, let's just do the way we do. We're going to take some time to look at the genesis of this word and uh, some of his brothers and sisters and maybe even cousins and uh, just open it up and see what the wisdom smack is for us today. And I think you're going to be really pleasantly pleased and surprised. So first of all, thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you all coming in and and, uh, sharing with me uh, daily and allowing me to serve you and uh, support you as um, your humble practical priestess serving up to you for things of wisdom. So thank you for that. So resilience, let's first look at that. So resilience actually came into um, um, prominence. And I say prominence because the 1620s is the first time we have like a record of it being used. But uh, let me just make sure that you understand that resilience is a compound in the Latin. So if you look at the first part, re, Uh, The word re means back. It means to go back, reconsider, uh, or or review. So I I know I'm using compounds to describe it, but it simply means back. And then the other part, zillions, it came from the Latin of zalier. So that means to jump or to leap. So if you can re-jump or re-leap, that's what it really means. And then that putting those together, uh, it became known as to rebound or to recoil. And then in the 1620s is when we started looking at it as in a noun verb as the act or state of rebounding. Okay. So with that, we can even look at how in the 1820s, um, this act of rebounding and recoiling, we, we have a brand new name for it. And that fancy name is elasticity, which is another way of saying the art 
and the state of rebounding and jumping. All right. So now what I like about this is that it is a present participle. It is an acting word. So it is a constant state of being. And when now let me just say this. When I first started taking myself seriously with uh, writing as an author, I was already, um, I think, based on the work I had put in, I was already okay with understanding the English language and the the grammar uh, parts of it. And it uh, would help me in my writing. But it wasn't until I started realizing that to write well was to make sure that I shared intimate communication with people with as little ambiguity as possible. And so I had to really start understanding uh, the parts of grammar in a way that I was able to wield them in a masterful way. And so because of that, I had to start looking again at the parts of uh, speech and understanding the components of our English language. And so let me just pause for just a moment and uh, talk about the present participleness of the word resilience. So thank you all for letting me geek out. All right. So um, this pre- pre- <laughs> present participle, y'all say that fast. Let's see what you come up with. Is uh, It is a, a, a verb form and it means to have a continuousness like sitting, uh, being, and those types of things. And so even though resilience is a noun, power packed into this noun and its other versions like resiliency um, is that present participleness. So it means that it is a continuous thing. And so When I started looking at that again, I was like, oh my gosh. So it is when you look at resilience and you have resilience, it means that you never give up. You just keep coming back. You keep being elastic. Your bounce back game is on point. And so let's look at this a little bit more because not only do we have this powerful word that is telling you that it's always, and that's another thing about present participles. Present participles are always in the now. You're always doing it in the now. Like if you are thinking, that's a present participle. If you're sitting, that's a present participle. You know, it's part of that ing um, gerund stuff. But okay, this is not me teaching you how to write. This is about us getting this wisdom for the day. So anyway, let's get back to what we were talking about. Thank y'all. You see how I love to go off on that stuff? But I, I thank you for still staying with me. So with resilience, as we said before, it has two parts to it. It's got that front part to go back and it's got that second part to keep leaping and jumping and bounding. So, but let's look at the second part because that leaping and jumping also has a term that we're very familiar with and that's called salient. And salient uh, was actually in the early 15th century, uh, right around... um, well, the 1400s are always weird. <laughs> so anyway, I don't, I'm not going to go down that rabbit trail. But just understand that salient 
uh, was being used in um, vernacular of those who used it in the early 15th century, which would have been the early 1400s. So it's almost two ye- 200 years before we get the re part of it. Okay. And so salient means uh, back in this time to occur as a result of or an arise of a consequence. All right, this is very important. Hold that point, okay? Because what uh, salient meant uh, in the classical term of Latin was to spring forward, to rebound. So salient and resistance, uh, excuse me, not resistance, excuse me, salient and uh, 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 resilience are basically the same thing. Uh, Whereas salient uh, was... Boom, this is it. it. It was a verb, meaning that you were going to do it. Then by the 1620s, we have the state, the character, the trait, or the act of always doing it. So that's what we're looking at. And this is another thing that caught my eye uh, about resilience and salience. If you go and you look at the power of a word. Now, we've talked about this before. Let me just give me a moment. When you want to look at how much power a word has, and when I say how much power, understand that in English, at least, when we speak and when we use words, we call them what? Grammar. G-A-R-M-M-A-R, grammar. Well, grammar is a derivative of grimoire. And grimoire was a collection of words in a book by a, a wizened, person, which would be a wise person, which would also be where we get the word wizard from. So to be a wizened or a wise person, that meant that you knew how to assemble words together to enact power, to cast your spell of grammar into the world. And so we mustn't forget the power of words. And one of the ways uh, you can do that is by looking to see how close to, um, not, and I don't even want to say the original, because even when we look at the etymology of these words, all we're going back on is the history of it being recorded. So these words could have been along way before, but what we do is we try at best to understand um, how the word came to be um, in the way that uh, we recognize it. Okay, so uh, fourteen early fourteen hundreds. We've got this word salient, and it uh, it means to spring forward, to rebound, and it was um, part of the, uh, uh, the the word of the day that meant. Now, are you ready for this part? It meant that it was of consequence, meaning that when you said something was salient, you were talking about something that had happened as the uh, product of something else. And so it became known as to occur as a result or arise as a consequence. All right. So if you check the meanings for resilience and salient today, Guess what? Both of them still have the same, almost identical meaning. So much so that if you look at, um, if you look at uh, resilient, uh, 
you're going to notice that it says the same thing. It uh, talks about being able to um, rebound from, um, uh, uh, let me just, let me just tell it to you. Okay. So it means that it has the power or ability to, atur- to return to an original form, position, or uh, after being bent or compressed or stretched, it has elasticity. Now, that's the present way of how we look at resilience. Does that not sound like the same thing that we, they were talking about in the uh, 1500s? Uh, I mean, excuse me, the 1620s? And then also, if we look at salient and that salience, again, same thing, leaping or jumping. It could also be projecting or pointing outward or prominent or conspic- uh, conspicuous. And so with the leaping and jumping, um, that came directly from the original. Now, the part that drew my eye about this, and thank y'all for letting me just you know, go forward a little bit on this because I'm building up to something about how when you realize your resilience, what's really happening, what you're really doing. You're, you're, you're conjuring power is what you're doing. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because we understand that resilience is the uh, ever occurring part of what salient is. And salient also threw off another word that would be the brother or the sister of resilience. And we use it all the time. And that word is, you guessed it, result. Now, remember when I just talked about salient, meaning uh, uh, to spring forward, to rebound, and then resilience from that, from, from the original, it meant to rebound, to recoil, to jump or to leap uh, or to have elasticity. When you look at result, result was also around the same time as resilience, which was in the 1620s. And it meant, are you ready for this? The action of springing back. So result and resilience are interchangeable. And a lot of people don't understand that you can have a ever constant state of results. It's your resiliency. It's your ability to bounce back. It's your bounce back game. So, but let's look a little bit more into uh, results. And I will go on and say it now. Results mean the same thing that they did back in the 1600s. So you're looking at very powerful words here. These are giants in their power. Because remember, the longer they've been in existence, the closer they remain to their meaning and the more pe- more popular they are and the more people utter them and use them, these words gain um, electric power to them. I'm talking about real power, you guys. I am not talking about woo-woo. I am talking about state-changing power, meaning that in a word, you can change your emotions Yes, there are words that can be spoken to you or you can speak to yourself that will change your state of being, you change your feelings, and um, they will even cause your behaviors to change. And these are the types of words that we're talking about here. So looking at this word result, which is interchangeable with resilience, uh, it means the action of springing back. In the 1640s, it went on to become known as the outcome or the effect. And so when we look at result, result 
Think of resilience as the constant act of producing results and result as the thing that is birthed through this constant action of rebounding, of uh, leaping and uh, jumping again and again and again. Okay, and so when we uh, take all of these into consideration and now when we say realize your resilience, what you're looking at is you're looking at going and realizing, I don't want to say you're realizing, going and remembering all the results you've gotten in your life. You see how we did that? <laughs> all right. So come on, stick with me because we got a little bit more and then I'm going to let you go. But this is important and very powerful wisdom that you can work in your own life. And that is, it's very practical. It's very easy to enact and um, to activate your resilience. And so to activate your resilience, what you simply need to do is to go back and remember times when. And you call this a memory lane or whatever. And this is the this is the thing that I have learned about resilience in my life and in um, working with others to get quote unquote results is that when you remember something, member is not only the members and components of yourself, but member also stands for memories, um, memorials of things in the past. And we've talked about this in this podcast. Well, we talked about a lot of stuff because y'all today is episode number 226. Yes, we've talked a lot about, about a lot of stuff, but just know this that there are ways for you to edit memories uh, and not even just ways. We do it even if we don't know the ways that when you remember something, it's never like the original. There's going to be a little glimmer on the things that you want to remember well and a little dampening on the things that you don't want to remember well. And so always know that we're always editing. So if you have this editing power on your memories, you might as well remember stuff that's going to help you rebound and help you to produce results in your life in the now. So when you go back and you reassemble things, remember the results. Remember the things that you learned. And that leads me to this part of the practicality is as you start to realize your uh, resilience by remembering things, what you want to do is observe and look with a 2020 hindsight, the lessons you learned or the lessons that you can learn now from it. Think about all of those thoughts and those memories that make you cringe. You'd be like, oh, I was so stupid at that time. Right there. Don't call yourself stupid anymore. And realize that if what you are remembering, you feel that way, that's a opportunity for you to gain some resilience. You can say, well, guess what? I'm not in that predicament now. I am not. Uh, I, I, I must have learned from it because I don't do that anymore. <laughs> so take the lesson. And I want to talk about something that lurks in uh, our our uh, exercise of becoming resilient to realize all the times that we went through something. And that is um, <clears throat> when you're going through this, you should not have regret. Regret is something that is there to help you realize that I'm not 
truly seeing all the layers of blessing, all the layers of growth, all the layers and opportunities that I gained from having gone through this. So use uh, regret for what it is. Regret is a ha 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 ha. You didn't get this one. Go back and check it. It's kind of like to me when um, I work with people who have huge regrets, I try to reframe it to help them understand that beloved, that regret is not so that you can accept it as something that you failed at. It's a marker to let you know there was some other lesson that you were supposed to get out of this. Go back, find that lesson or find the growth that you went through. It's just there to show you that, hmm, okay, at this time, this was kind of like a red X that, oh, you got that one wrong. But do you have it right now? Can you go and see how you have learned and changed from it? And so moving forward and by going through these things, you'll start to realize that you have a a huge, huge amount of results that have arisen out of the life you have lived. And you'll start to realize that, yes, you do have a tendency to be resilient. There are times that have happened in your life that you didn't think you were going to get out. But yet and still, you stand here today. Maybe it was with the help of someone. Maybe it was with you taking an action. But whatever it was, when you reassemble those memories of how you got through, you're going to gain some information. And so what I like to say is, is, As you're going through realizing your resilience, get the lesson and graduate. Do not remain remedial in thinking that nothing is happening. I'm not growing. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Every new day has a new blessing, a new mercy. Uh, Every new day, there is the pillar of severity, which is showing you the boundaries and things that you need to uh, realize, as well as the pillar of mercy. We talked about that the other day, if you don't know what I'm talking about, and that you are able to go forward because resilience is that present participle, yes it is, of always being in the state of. You have the character trait of resilience. You don't get knocked down to only stay down. You might get knocked down and break an arm, but you get back up. When you get knocked down again, you might break a wrist, but you get back up. When you get knocked down again, you might break a leg, but you get back up because each time When you get back up in the healing process, you gain more insight on how not to break a foot, an arm, or a wrist again, and you become able to gain, yes, results because results are, is the sibling of resilience. And if you are constantly being resilient, you are constantly producing results. I know it might sound, and Michelle, you can probably say, Michelle, it's not that easy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. When you realize and give awareness and attention to your resilience, that's when you start getting results. Feeling stuck and stagnant can't seem to overcome a state of being that is producing nothing in your life. Go back and check your resilience. Go back and remember some things. And as we are wont to do here, Let's talk about this and more practicality. So what I like to do and frame in, in the way I look at it is that as resilience is made to get results, you have to 
embrace it as a state and a part of your character. You have to be willing to spring forward, to rebound. We talked about rebounding the other day. And I use that analogy of the basketball when it is rebounded by the player and put back into play. That's what we're talking about. Get back in the game. Press on and you will produce results. And remember that results are what happens after you take that action. They are the consequence of your actions. Results don't occur just because you want them to, and they don't just occur because you ask for help from someone else. That's another fallacy of when you go through this resilience. If you are outsourcing your resilience to other people, you're not getting the results they are, and they're sharing them with you. And for some people, that might be why they're having such problems because eventually life is going to test you. That pillar of severity, which is the standard, the um, the boundaries, the uh, you shall not go no further if you are not qualified, that will come on you. And I just want to say right now that we're actually in that time of, um, of, of checking it because that's, uh, and, and, and I could go on and on. I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, the spirit behind uh, resolutions at the beginning of a new year and all of that, but not today. <laughs> but today we are getting you ready so that you can prepare yourself for today and the days moving forward from here. So more about this practicality of resilience. Uh, baking. You don't have to be a, a, a cook to understand that when you want a cake, it has to go through a process. A chemical process. Uh, if if you were a cake, I'm pretty sure that chemical process would not feel well because it's the baking process. It's when you put it under heat. Heck, if you want to look at a true break uh, baking process, look at any precious stone or gem. What do they say diamonds are? Diamonds are a lump of coal that made good under pressure because that's what it takes. It takes a lot of pressure and um, a lot of heat. Um, and a lot of processing to help you to produce these results. And that is why you have to incorporate this constant state of rebounding, this resiliency that it takes to move forward. Therefore, you need to understand that it takes time to build up to the levels that you need in order to live the life that you want or the life you signed up for or the life you are uh, attaining to get to. And it amazes me how many times I've missed this by saying, well, I already did something today. Well, guess what? You got to do it tomorrow. I, it amazes me how people, including myself, real uh, feel like I did, this, I did this this one time and now I want all this stuff, but my resilience is non-existent and therefore my results are emaciated or invisible. And it's real simple. You want results? You got to be willing to have the trait of always coming back, getting back up on your feet, getting back into the game. You know, you have to go through a lot of getting knocked down to build up your resilience. I wish I could tell you it was easier, but it's not. You see, your resilience is the incubator for grand results. The more you get resilient, the more you keep coming back and learning. Remember, we're always getting a lesson. We're not just doing the same stupid stuff. No, each time you come back, you come back with more of how not to do something so that you can move closer to it. You know, what's that 
famous thing that Edison supposedly has said a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. I just want to say right now that he did not do it a thousand ways. His people, his team did it a thousand ways. So don't you think that man did that all by himself? But anyway, I, I, I digress. Let me get back on this. So this is this is the 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 most powerful thing that I had a wisdom smack on when I started looking at resilience and why we want to realize it. And when we talk about realizing it, that means that we're bringing it into reality, into our realness, into who we are, who we be all the time. Remember, it's a present participle, always going. And um, result is that product of that present participle, always going. Results are, are right there. You're, you are resilient, you produce. You are resilient, you produce. And so um, this is the part that I was like, wow, this is powerful. Um, as I was working with myself, because, you know, it gets hard. I'll say it gets hard when you're doing stuff day in and day out and you know you are nowhere near getting any kind of results. And this is the part that I had to remind myself of to keep going, keep doing, keep showing up keep being diligent and consistent. And that is that as a result of going through resilience, you're going to have a whole host of rejections, failures, and losses. But if you keep coming back, you're going to develop that part of yourself that becomes invincible. And when I talk about invincible, I mean that part that is unable to be conquered or overcome. You become nobody's pushover. If you even look at that word of invincibility, invincible uh, means to be able to be overcome, to be conquered. But when you put the in in front of it, it means against. And so by being resilient, you become uh, Teflon to being conquered. You become invincible. Yeah. Um, there is this book that I want to uh, highlight and, and uh, tell you about that's really good. It, it arose out of this guy's uh, blog. And um, so he chronicles how it came to be and what he did. And it's a really inspiring book. And it's called Rejection Proof. How I Beat Fear and Became Invincible Through 100 Days of Rejection. And it's by Zha Jing. And uh, excuse me, Zha Zhang. I always say that too fast. I'm going to put this... Um, the, the link in the show notes. It's a quick read and it's really powerful because it is going to show you that when you start showing up, your results continue to get better and better. That was one of the big takeaways I got from the book is that as he continued to, to keep going each day, the stuff that he was wanting or the reason he was doing something and keeping, you know, showing up, he started to get less and less rejection. He started to get better results than he wanted. And people started um, uh, started helping him. And so you can clearly see how the grimoire, the grammar of, of him showing up. He doesn't necessarily always talk, uh, talk about the resilience of showing up, but that's what was happening. You start to see the power of it. Wouldn't you like to tap into that power? 
It's yours for the taking. All you got to do is realize it. So guess what? Yes, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to check the show notes and please consider using our Amazon link at michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. And I'm going to see you tomorrow. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.